Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on Aboriginal land and recognise the strength, resilience and capacity of the Turrbal and Yagara people in this land. Hey Mel. Hey Taylor. Yes? I lost it, I lost it. Okay, <laughs> what did the skeleton say to the puppy? Oh, I don't know what. Bon appetit. Bon, oh, ah, bone. <laughs> no, because it's a skeleton and dogs eat skeletons. They eat oh, bones. Oh, bones. I get it again. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? Bone appetite actually would have been funnier. Well, that's but a that's different not what joke. It, says. it says bon appetite. Well, yeah, it's a different joke. That's, that's so funny. funny. Bok bok hello. What a treat. Nailed it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. Uh, I'm Taylor. And I'm Mel. And that was not a great joke. I thought it was really good. But I did it anyway. Uh. Because <laughs> someone decided that would be a good idea two years ago. And it was probably me. What do you mean two years ago? When we started the podcast, we decided uh. that we would do a joke at the start. Yeah, that was a good idea. That was clearly. <laughs> might have been your idea, actually. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I've got a story for you. Thank God. What is it? And uh, this story actually comes out of my, um, I don't know, community, like my group of friends. Oh, cute. um, uh, I have a French fam. We're called the French fam. I don't know whether they listen. I love your French fam. Yeah. I did meet your French fam. They're so cool. But in high school, we all took French together for a few years. So we became the French fam and we still catch up now and then. Um, so one of the members of the French fam shared this article because it was her dog or her parents' dog. So let me, there's two, there's actually two related articles. Let me hit you up with the first one. Okay. So, uh, January 3rd, 2020, uh, recent in the Jim Boomba times. Wow. Which is a really random. I did not know the Jim Boomba times exist. Yeah. Um, little dog with a big heart survives seven nights in bushland at Darlington. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, let me read to you Lorraine Sathic's story. Please do. A Cornubia couple who were holidaying at Warrando Cottages have been happily reunited with their little dog, Sasha, after the Maltese oh, Shih Tzu Cross spent seven days lost in bushland <gasps> at Darlington. Oh, my god! Isn't that crazy? That's so stressful. Her owner, Claire Allen, said she'd spent a sleepless Christmas Eve. She spent a s- after searching. Spent a sleepless Christmas Eve. Spent a sleepless Christmas Eve after searching everywhere for Sasha. I think that's a weird sentence. She's she spent a sleepless Christmas Eve, like after searching for whatever. I don't understand. (laughs) I'm just gonna read it again. Her owner Claire Allen said she spent a sleepless Christmas Eve after searching everywhere for Sasha, who took off during the storm. We did have a big storm around Brisbane. So many big storms. Yeah, Sasha is small and she's old. 
We got her when she was two and we've had her for about 12 years now, she said. In the last 12 months, she had become quite deaf and also suffering from anxiety. She often seems a bit nervous and lost. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Poor baby. Um, Which the vet thought might be a bit of a doggy dementia. Very, very real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the thought of her out out there alone was terrible. We went out in the storm and looked everywhere for her, but even calling her, we knew she would probably not hear us. Oh, oh so no. scary. Uh, Ms. Allen said what uh, said she had been overwhelmed by the kindness and support received when she was at her lowest. Oh. I don't usually post things on Facebook, but it was worth a try, and the original original post on my own page was shared more than two thousand five hundred times. Wow! Yeah, nice work, everybody. It's actually side note. Um, when my dog lucky when he was still alive um he went missing for several days he just like walked out the the front gate which he never did Um, classic when dogs like you know what i'm gonna do today leave yeah right (laughs) um he was also deaf and fairly old Mm. um but i did the same thing i posted on facebook it got shared like a couple thousand times and that's how i found him him. like someone was like this dog got checked into this vet. Like you should go check it out. It might be yours. And that's how we found it. That's so amazing. So the most incredible side of social media is finding lost dogs. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there are others, but <laughs> it's my personal. Nope, one. that's it. It's all it's good for. <laughs> um, she goes on to say, honestly, she's such a little dog. She's old and she was out there all on her own. I didn't think she could have survived that. Uh, I was overwhelmed by the response and the number of messages of support and encouraging me not to give up hope. Miss Allen said it had been difficult to head home without Sasha when the holiday came to an end. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. Oh, ow. I was sobbing when we had to leave on Friday. That's so hard. I came back on Saturday to have another look and Nathan from Rwendo Rwendo Cottages was still upset that she hadn't been found. Then on New Year's Eve... Nathan saw Sasha walking along the road 4.3 kilometres from Morando Cottages. What a journey. What kind of dog did you say this was? A little Maltese Shih Tzu cross. Oh, my gosh. So, like, a little Zola. Little Zola. Oh, man. It was amazing that all of the people looking out for her – oh, it was amazing that out of all of the people looking out for her, it was Nathan who found her. I cried when he called me. Oh. I have goosebumps. We love a reuniting story. Right? Oh, I'm covered. I'm legit covered in goosebumps. Ms. Mm. Allen said Sasha was dehydrated, painfully thin and wobbly on her legs when she was found. We took her straight to the vets and they found five ticks on her. <gasps> Good grief. Uh, they think that might have been the first stages of tick paralysis. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was a... Mew, mew, mew. It was a miracle. It was a cat. <laughs> It was a miracle she was found at that time because another 24 hours and the tick paralysis might have got her. She's had treatment for tick paralysis and she's much better now, although a bit scraggly and quiet. Oh, honey. I don't think she had eaten because she was skin and bone. But we are hand feeding her slowly to get her strength back up. Ms. Allen said she was beyond grateful for the support received while Sasha was missing. It was truly overwhelming the number of personal messages I received, she said. I'm not letting Sasha out of my sight, but I will get a jo- <laughs> I will get a doggy GPS chip, and whenever I see a Facebook post similar to mine, I will make sure to share it. Absolutely. That oh, I'm actually covered in goosebumps. What a story! Oh my god, tiny geriatric dog goes missing for ah! 
seven days. I can't believe she made it with five ticks and no food. Right. That's incredible. What a baby. What a baby. Um, And then to make it even better, there's a second article about this. I won't read the whole thing, but I'll give you a little skim. Give me a snippet. Uh, In the Bow Desert Times. (laughs) Yes. Dog lost in Darlington Bushland for a week named Assistance Paws Social Influencer. (laughs) Hello? So this one's also by Lorraine Sathic, who wrote for two papers apparently. It's probably a... um, Or they copy-pasted. You know those... What are those ones? They're all like the... You know Wyndham Herald and they're all like... They're all like linked. They're all like sister papers. What are they called? Quest. It's probably a Quest newspapers. They all share. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, So for this one, it's a little dog lost in Bushland uh, has bounced back from her ordeal and has been reunited with her rescuer for a special presentation. So Sasha on the 15th of January received a bravery and resilience award from assistance dog organization assistance paws at the warendo cottages where she went missing oh this is so cute um uh oh the nathan nathan the guy who rescued her guy it has his last name here but now i'm not sure whether to say his last name um now that we know his first name he just said um i just saw her in my rear view mirror and stopped to check like it's just so unlikely what a legend uh, I wanted to read more about what she got though, because this is all the same kind of information. Um, uh, Lisa Robinson from Assistance Paws said citations were normally awarded to animals who do something for humans. But when I saw the impact Sasha had had on people after the post went viral, this is exactly what Sasha did. I shared the post to our US group and people were saying that they were in tears at hearing the good news. Me too. I, I haven't you, been so affected. Yeah. Um, because I can just imagine that with my mom and Zola, and right? like, oh my goodness, I can't imagine. I kept, I just said I could imagine, and then I can imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we are making Sasha our first ever social influencer and awarding her an assistance pause medallion for bravery and resilience. Get oh. it, girl. Get it. And for being a small Christmas miracle in a sometimes hard time of year for many people. Uh, Ms. Allen was surprised with the bravery medal after driving to the scenic rim from her home at Cornubia, thinking it was going to be a reunion with Nathan and a photo shoot with the Bow Desert Times. Uh, There were more surprises in store as Nathan presented Ms. Allen with a gift voucher for a future stay at Warendo Cottages. Excuse me. I really can't say Warendo Cottages. Um, That's okay. And Ms. Allen gave Nathan some personalized handcrafted cookies. Stop it! This can't get any more wholesome. So cute. Um, Also, when I posted on the Lost and Found, I actually put a reward down, she said. I was obviously willing to pay whatever I could to get her back. There was a reward of $1,000. So that's with our love and forever appreciation for stopping, caring, and picking her up. Nathan and his wife said they would donate the reward money to RSPCA Bushfire Appeal. Oh, that's sweet. This is so many levels of wholesome. So many levels of wholesome. So sweet. Um, I remember I lost my phone once and I just said, <laughs> I had on find my phone. Somebody had picked it up. Yeah. And I was like, if you just give me my phone back. Like it wasn't the phone. It was it had all my memories from yeah. my trip I had gone on. And I was like, if you give me my phone back, I'll just give you like money, like hundred bucks. Like, please, I just need my phone back. So he came and met me and gave me my <gasps> phone back. And I tried to give him money and he was like, no, 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 it's fine. And I was like, <gasps> thank you. Cause I'm also really poor, but thank you. Oh, how good are people? Amazing. People, people can are be so, so I mean, I know a phone isn't a dog, but like oh, people are great. Anyway, that's my just like incredibly 
beautiful story. That's so sweet. Uh, local story. Um, yeah. How crazy. So shout out to Caitlin from my French fam who, um, who shared this story on her Facebook and then that's how it ended up on the podcast. I'll have to let her know I said it. Is Caitlin one of the ones I've met? No. Oh, no, unfortunately I didn't think not. I Caitlin though. Yeah. Uh, shout out French fam. Shout, shout out, out French Sasha, fam. the incredible survivor. What a delight. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. So that's our Sasha. What have you got for us today? I have a new dog breed that I found. Yeah, you squealed when you saw it. It's so it. cute. Okay, so I searched smallest breeds of dog. <gasps> smallest. I got, I found, actually, let me do it again. Mm. You get Pomeranian. Classic. You get Toy Poodle. Yep. And you get the Griffin Gruelo. Bruello. Oh, I definitely, it's French. I definitely mix. What, what, okay. B-R-U-X-E-L-L-O-I-S. Bruello? Bruloir? Bruloir? Bruloir, maybe? I'm butchering the heck out of this. <laughs> anyway, so cute. So Tell three, the three smallest dogs in the world and I've never heard of them before. Other names, are you ready? Yep. Brussels Griffon. Ah. Belgium Griffon. Yep. Petite, ooh, Brabec. Griffon, Griffon <laughs> Belge, Brabesion Griffon. You're welcome. Nice. That was a big old something. You're welcome. <laughs> My pronunciation is terrible because uh, the language I learned in high school was Japanese and we haven't done much Japanese, <laughs> many Japanese dogs, but anyway. True. Uh, so the Brussels Griffon is a breed of toy dog named for their city of origin in Brussels, Belgium. Um, it can refer to three different breeds. So the Griffon, <laughs> help me, Griffon <laughs> Brello. Brulois. Brulois. Is my the guess. Griffon Brulois, the Griffon Belge, and the Petite Brabes, Brab, Brabension. Sure. Something like that. If you <laughs> speak French, send me a voice note. I'm so sorry. Also, I, I check out our French. show notes as well. Yeah. Maybe we'll just have all go this and read it. Maybe I should get a pronunciation up. Anyway. <laughs> Identical in standard except for coat and color differences. In some standards, they are considered varieties of the same breed, much like Belgian shepherd dogs. True. They are little. They are so cute, but they have like little angry men faces. <laughs> they tiny, have like little angry tiny men. angry men beardy faces. Seriously, Google them. They're so I'm doing it right cute. Now. They're just like, they just look at you like, hmm, where's my dinner? It's so cute. <laughs> Good. Look it up. They're oh so my goodness. Do you goodness. see what I mean? They're so cute. They have a full beard. Yeah, man. They're so cute. They're so cute. Oh, they look like small border I've terriers. I've never heard of them before, though. They but must I've be very seen European. Them. Have you? Yeah, not. I don't. Think, I don't so, think in person. They're so little. Look how little they are. I have nothing to compare. So they are. Um, let me. Oh, of course, you don't have the height on this one. They're classified <laughs> as toys. Yep. Right. So they're a member of several like dogs. <gasps> breeds they're a domestic dog but they they fall under toy in like every group because they're just so little you can just hold him in one hand oh yeah they're small they're small. oh so typically a small breed with a sturdy frame um average griffin stands I love from them. nine to 11 inches oh! less than a subway y'all less than a subway oh man that's so cute and weighs four to five kilos or eight to ten pounds so little we're talking small um, they have domed heads, short noses, and an underbite. Their human-like facial features are often likened to that of an Ewok. <laughs> that That's is the Wikipedia so article. If you don't know, an Ewok is a is a breed from Star Wars. A breed, a species, I don't know, a species, a, yeah, whatever. 
It's a <laughs> it's a little creature on Star Wars. Um, the Griffin comes in two coat variants: wiry, rough, and smooth coat. Their hair, not fur. I don't know, it just says oh. can be red, black, and tan, or black and reddish in color. The short-haired griffin requires little grooming, while the wiry rough coat griffin requires weekly grooming attention. Right. Generally, readers will dock tails and crop ears on puppies for Ew. sale. Which we are not. Don't do that. For, That's gross. Uh, but it is traditionally how they have looked. Mm. Um, this practice is illegal in most of Europe and increasingly frowned on in the United States, but still practiced in some places. So True. if you're interested in getting this breed, um, we recommend that you go somewhere that doesn't dock or crop. Yeah, um, don't support that. It's not nice, Mm-mm. but um, we can stop you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're known to have a huge heart mm-hmm. and a strong desire to snuggle and be with its master. Ow! They display a visible air of self-importance <laughs> and should not be shy or aggressive, but they are very emotionally sensitive because of this, should be socialised carefully at a young age. I feel very relatable, right? <laughs> like, why are these dogs so relatable? Yeah. <laughs> Griffins should also be alert, inquisitive, and interested in their surroundings. So they're they're clever little dogs, really. Um, They tend to bond with one human more than others. Mm -hmm. Griffins are very good with children, provided they are not teased. Oh, yeah. Love love kids, happy to be with kids, so long as they're not poking tails, pulling hair, all that kind of stuff, which you should hopefully be watching that children are not doing that to your dog. They probably get nippy. I would imagine, yeah. I met with that self-important air. I imagine they don't take well to being teased. Teased, yeah. <laughs> um, they're not very patient, but they do love to play, and they do tend to get along well with other animals in the house, including cats, ferrets, and other dogs. Wild. I love a ferret. I want a family of just like small creatures, small friends, ferrets, tiny brouillard griffins. Yep. You said that beautifully. I definitely butchered yeah. it. <laughs> However, they can get into trouble because they have no concept of their own relative size and yeah. may attempt to dominate dogs much larger than themselves. Classic. Dachshunds but do the same. Zola does that. Yeah. Zola will go and like, she'll go after like a pit bull and just be like, I can take you. And the pit bull's like, no, you can't, sweetie. Small dog syndrome. <laughs> so funny. So mm. they, they're quite, I don't want to say arrogant, but like, you know, they're, they're opinionated. They, they're ready to rumble. <laughs> A uh, few inherited health problems um, should be tested for congenital effects, but mm. you know, similar stuff. Long life, ten to fifteen years. Yeah, little, so really they long. can last a long time. Um, but yeah, they're very <laughs> they're so cute, precious. Uh, um, there you go. The feature. There you go. I'm looking at popular culture. I love when it has popular culture on the yes. article. Yes. Uh, in Mike and Molly, Mike's mum's dog, Jim, is a Brussels griffin mixed with a chihuahua. Oh. Um, in the film As Good As It Gets, there's a dog. In the film Godsford Park. In the film Sweet November. In the sitcom Spin City, there's a dog that's a petite rabbit named Wesley. Oh, I know I've seen it in a movie, but I don't. You must have, yeah. It's none of these. In the film First Wives Club, Diane oh, Keaton's character yeah. has one of these. Yep. Uh, the makeup for the Ewok characters in the film Return of the Jedi <gasps> in the Star Wars universe was developed by makeup artist Stuart Freeborn, who built them from designs by visual effects artist director Joe Johnson using the image of a griffon oh, brillois. Brilliant. A dog breed which George Lucas owned. Oh, that's really there cool. You go. That's some good Star Wars trivia so if anyone out there some, is interested. You may have seen them in less social media because they make a cute on not social media, popular culture, because they make a good little pocket dog. Just a little buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
So, ah, uh, the best. They're um, they're Belgian. Mm-hmm. Similar. <laughs> they- <laughs> What? All descend from a dog called the Schmooji. <laughs> a rough coated small terrier like dog kept in stables to eliminate rodents. Mm-hmm. Barn hunting. S- mm. Similar to the Dutch Schmooshomp. <laughs> which I'm definitely coming back to. The little corsair dog in the foreground of the Jen Van Eyck painting, the Anna Fellini marriage, is thought to be an early form of the breed. Oh, Anna Fellini marriage. Um, and they were bred with the pug and the King Charles Spaniel, which brought about the current breed type, but also brought about the short black coat that led to the Petit Brabsignon. <laughs> I'm, yep. s- I'm totally butchering all Good. this French, <laughs> which was originally the fault in the breed. Anyway. They grew, mm. grew in popularity in the late 19th century with workers and noblemen. Um, but they, yeah, big in pop culture, big in paintings, all kinds of stuff. Cute. There's, you can read a lot Truly more. Truly the it, Ewok dog. Very interesting. Never been numerous or popular, but had a brief vogue in the 19, late yeah. 1950s, but now generally uncommon. Right. Mm. Oh, we'd love to see if you own one. Please send us photos. We love that. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with how cute they are. Go look them up. Because I was like, I want to do a really little breed this week. So I looked up small breeds and there they were. I just love the ones with the full beards. Because yep. you get like little I love little a dog with beards. a beard. Not love it. But he's so tiny. And then he has like a full, like, uh, stereotypically trucky beard. <laughs> so cute. Uh, oh, that's adorable. Um, you were saying it could... Wait, I was saying... Did you say it could potentially be anxious? Um, or was that not a thing? Never no, mind. not necessarily anxious, just um, impatient. Right. So they won't. Yes. They they don't have time for your <laughs> bollocks. Semantics. <laughs> um, nice. What a like, cutie. They're so cute. I love I, them. New wish list. <laughs> new dog, dog breed wish list. Pretty much. Um, so for our tip and trick today, uh, it is brought to you by someone who has sent us an email. Oh, thank you. Oh, love when people send us emails. It's delightful. Our email address uh, for your information is floof and papa podcast, all spelled out. F-L-O-O-F-A-N-D-P-U-P-P-E-R podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email because I will 100% read out what totally. you send us. And you can also um, DM us, direct message us on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Twitter. Yeah, yeah. do it. Uh, so today's tip and trick is brought to you by Corey from exercisewithdogs.com. Thanks, Corey. Uh, he was saying, or she, is Corey a female name? I don't know. Mm, they. I think it can be, but is more commonly a male hmm. name. Uh, They were recently putting together a piece on anxiety medication for dogs packed full of information. Uh, They thought it would make an excellent addition to our podcast and wanted to see if we'd be interested in it. So, yes, Corey, we definitely are. Um, And it ties in really well because uh, Sasha, our dog from our very first story, was an anxious dogger. Oh, when worlds collide. Right? So... um, Anxiety Medication for Dogs, What You Need to Know by Corey. Uh, First and foremost, before I start reading the article, always, always, always check with your vet. Yes. Um, Don't never be assuming. Don't never. (laughs) Don't never be assuming. Um, So, here we go. I'll read it out to you. Do. We're all susceptible to anxiety and so are our dogs. 
Just like many humans, anxiety for dogs may be a quickly passing emotion. The storm is over. The mailman left. He came back. Oh, but it's not like that for all dogs. Anxiety for many never really leaves. If you're like me, then you don't like the idea of giving pills to your four-legged friend. Yep. But what do you do when you've exhausted all your other options? It's at this point that you should start considering anxiety medication for dogs. Your vet will be able to determine if he has anxiety, its roots, uh, its root cause, and what the best medication will be. In this article, we'll look at symptoms of anxiety in dogs, causes of anxiety in dogs, when to see the vet about your dog's anxiety, how the medication can help dogs with anxiety, and types of anxiety medication for dogs. So obviously I won't cover all of this. Uh, It will be linked in the show notes. I don't want to be reading forever. Um, But it's all really good information. So thank you so much, Corey, for writing this and sending it through. Um, It may not be your first instinct, but anxiety meds for dogs can be a huge help to both you and your pup. Talk to your vet about the best course of action. Talk to your vet, talk to your vet. For those in the back, talk to your vet. So, uh, some symptoms of anxiety in dogs can reveal uh, some, what am I saying? Symptoms of anxiety in dogs. Dog anxiety symptoms can reveal themselves in many ways. You may not pay much attention if they only surface every once in a while or don't inhibit you and or your pup's daily routine. However, dogs who pervasively exhibit these symptoms should get treatment immediately. Uh, some of these symptoms, I'm just going to list them, but you can definitely have a good read because each of them are expanded upon. We've got uh, aggression, uh, which can be both direct aggression or indirect aggression. Uh, and direct aggression is when a dog is aggressive to the source of his anxiety, whereas indirect aggression is when someone comes between a dog and the source of its aggression, like a person getting between an anxious dog and the dog making it nervous, that kind of thing. Uh, Clinginess. So, I mean, particular clinginess. Mm -hmm. I mean, dogs can just be straight up clingy. Uh, But like something, uh, some dogs will do it out of fear of being alone. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Trembling, destructive chewing, panting. Uh, and inappropriate elimination, which is uh, pooping and peeing when they normally wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah. So um, there's actually a list of dog breeds more likely to have anxiety, which is interesting. Uh, all dogs have the potential to develop anxiety, but some have a higher potential than others. Anxiety doesn't discriminate based on size or breed, but some dogs with a higher risk of developing anxiety are German Shepherds, Australian Shepherds, Labradors, Vizlas, Border Collies, Shorthead Pointers, Cocker Spaniels, Bichon Frise, uh, King Charles Spaniels, Greyhounds, Havanese. Um, and it should also come as no surprise that many small and toy breeds are prone to anxiety. This can be especially true of Chihuahuas. <laughs> and then in brackets, surprise. <laughs> the sass. I like Corey. Um, <laughs> miniature Pinches, Jack Russell Terriers and Shih Tzus. Oh, like Sasha. Uh, this anxiety can be further exacerbated in dogs that have had multiple homes. Um, so rescue dogs as well. Uh, and anxiety can also result from a lack of socialization and inconsistent training, as can a lot of issues. Socialize and train your doggos, please. So we've also got some things that are expanded on, but I'll just go through them quickly. Causes of anxiety in dogs. We've got fear. Fear. For example, from loud noises, strange people and animals, unfamiliar sights like hats and umbrellas, 
You know when you see an unfamiliar sight and it's a hat and you just get anxious from it? True fact. Um, And new or unusual environments like car rides or the vet's office. Uh, Also separation anxiety, uh, which you will most likely see in terms of uh, inappropriate elimination, destructive behaviors and barking. Uh, Past trauma can also be a cause of anxiety aging it can be just a result of uh, cognitive dysfunction syndrome in older dogs uh which is essentially i think our doggy dementia because cds causes the decline of memory learning perception and awareness it's basically the canine version of alzheimer's disease Uh, as you can imagine this can cause a lot of confusion and anxiety in dogs uh some more things poor socialization illness just other dogs which comes under poor socialization um and then we have when should i see a vet about my dog's anxiety dr adam denish says an owner should seek veterinary veterinary advice with their pet's anxiety under three circumstances when it has adversely affected the animal's quality of life when it is impacting on the owner's happiness and definitely before the behavior becomes habitual. So uh, the article goes into how medication can help dogs with anxiety, um, which includes things like it will supplement behavior modification. It uh, helps with stress stress reduction. Um, it may sedate the dog, which is uh, controversial if you just talk about sedation, but um, sedatives are used in the moment it's not like you're constantly sedating your dog it can be a sedative for yeah yeah for when it has uh, when the dog has separation anxiety during thunderstorms fireworks traveling long distances that kind of thing um but just side note as we've mentioned before you definitely can't put your dog or pet on sedate on sedatives when you are flying uh so generally when you're working with a pet a pet travel company they will not let you have your dog sedated on its trip so just a thing to remember again it's not a daily thing it's just in the moment um and then article goes into lots of different types of medication for dogs with anxiety with lots of words that i definitely cannot pronounce but essentially in conclusion symptoms for anxiety in dogs can be so wide and varied that they may seem like normal behavior for your pup however prolonged periods of these symptoms or a combination can come can point to canine anxiety. These symptoms can also occur for a variety of reasons. Your dog may have a common case of separation anxiety. However, his separation anxiety may be rooted in past trauma from being in a kennel. But, I mean, it could also be chemical or neurological. Your dog's vet will be the best resource for figuring out if his symptoms are a result of anxiety or not, as well as the source of his anxiety. The vet will also be the best resource for developing a plan to tackle your pup's anxiety. Yay. Thanks, Corey, so much for that. That's a really great tip. Um, That's so good. Yeah. Tip and trick for uh, dealing with anxious doggos. So you can check out that article at uh, exercisewithdogs.com, which we I will link the exact article in the show notes. There's lots more to read. So if you want a little deeper look into for example types of medication and then uh how it can help dogs and when you should go see your vet all that kind of stuff check out the show notes for the link i will put it there once again thank you so much uh to Corey from exercise with dogs uh 
And that's it for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. And that's thanks so you guys. Interesting. It's really fascinating how similar they can be to us, really. Right? Mm. Oof. Woof. Oh, woof. Woof, woof. <sighs> Thank you so much for. Oh, I just said woof, woof instead of bork, bork, and it was Weird. odd. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, you can find us on social media. We're on yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at F L O F and P U P E R podcast. Um, send us a message, send us photos, send us links. Um, we love looking at all the stuff you guys send us. So yeah. Thank you for getting involved. And once again, if you have any articles or tips and tricks, stories, any of that that you recommend, shoot us an email or a DM. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Go. Please. Please? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that song, Cannon, for hosting us once again. Thank you. And we will see you next week for another dog episode. Episode. The end. The end. Book, book. Book, book, goodbye. Bye. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes and wherever you find podcasts. A That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.